Hello and welcome to my podcast, World Policies, How It Works. Today is lesson 37, China, Options, Episode 5. What then does the future have in its womb? China is the world's second largest economy. China, which is a hybrid system, partly communist and partly super capitalist, has now replaced, replaced the United States as Asia's largest trading partner. CIA World Factbook 2018-2019 estimated that China's defense budget in 2016 was 1.9% of GDP. But China does not publish open documents describing the country's military doctrine or strategy. However, China is said to not make any major secret, secret of which new systems and platforms are produced. I can imagine that China will continue its economic growth, develop its prosperity and raise the standard of living for more and more Chinese citizens. We can then end up in a situation where A. The Western powers on China will end up in a conflict and with armed forces will fight for trade routes and commodity assets and the oil from the Arab world and Africa. In that case, colonialism will increase in one way or another, and the Arab world and Africa will lose. At present time, this scenario is unlikely as long as China is dependent on shipping of oil and agricultural products through the Malacca Strait, which is one of China's weak spots for its raw material consuming, raw material consuming industry and its vehicles and food for its demanding population. China hardly controls its own backyard, the South China Sea. China's military fleet cannot match US Navy before the next 20 to 30 years. China has only got one or two aircraft carriers, but they have a strong but largely up outdated submarine weapon, including seven nuclear weapon submarines in 2012. B. The Western powers will do everything to sugar the financial bids for Africa's raw materials and do everything to convince them that they should let our side make investments in different countries and that they should sell the products to our side. China will do the same. In this scenario, the third world will gain greater influence. Depending on how the scenario develops, it may be to our advantage or alternatively to our disadvantage that China has invested in agricultural production in Africa. C. The Western powers and China eventually end up in a cold war with reasonably civilized comp competitive conditions where Africa and the Arab world does not get too much influence. Choose which alternative you prefer and then act accordingly. There is nothing that excludes B from a following on C, following on A or any other combination of these three options. I'm not mixing Russia into the combat, so it won't be so com complicated. But it is probably probable that China and Russia will enter into a deeper and holy alliance, because it was like that already. China has electronic technology, and Russia has commodity resources and natural resources. It is the perfect reasoning marriage, to use General Major Karlis Naretnik's words. Fortunately, Western and Chinese immorality are on different levels, 
so that the Chinese do business with more morally corrupt countries in Africa, while the West condemns it, if we can. At the same time, Western powers are doing business with morally corrupt Arab countries and also aiming these, arming these countries to the teeth in the process. But what options for war are then available to China if alternative A becomes dominant? There are two options that I see, and both require a strong Chinese fleet and control over the South China Sea. 1. China builds or invests in, from east to west, the port of Tanjung Priok in Jakarta, Indonesia, and Port Klang, Penang, and Tanjung, Tanjung Pilepas in the Malacca Strait in Malaysia. The sea road then goes on to the Indian Ocean to Hambantuta on the island of Sri Lanka off India's south coast. In Hambantuta there is a port which China has bought. China needs, in order to be able to threaten the western world, to control the well-trafficked Malacca Strait between the island state of Sumatra Northwest Australia and the peninsula Malaysia, where 40% of world trade and 80% of China's oil imports go through, but also 100% of Japan's and 90% of South Korea's oil imports go through the Malacca Strait. China can, if they control the mentioned seas and the straits, and have bases in Gwadar, colonize, se colonize selected African countries and exert harmful influence on its East Asian neighbors, on African commodity nations, on the Middle East and Europe and the US. If necessary, they can attack European interests via the Djibouti Strait between the Gulf of Aden and the Red Sea at the Horn of, Af Horn of Africa and further through the Suez Canal. But they must then be able to dispose of Djibouti with the exclusive right among the great powers. In short, the Malacca Strait is key, the key to world domination, and it is, or world dominion, and it is the United States that still has the upper hand. Commodities worth one billion dollars passes the Strait of uh, Hormuz at the Persian Gulf every day. Eighty-five percent of that oil goes to Asia. 8% goes to Europe, and 7% goes to the US and others. It is because of the strategic Malacca Strait, the Sunda Strait, and the Lombok Strait that the United States has an expeditionary troop of 1,250 marine soldiers in the small town of Darwin in the Northern Territory of Australia. The United States has long had a marine corps in Darwin, which was supposed to be greatly strengthened according to a decision by Obama. Probably, if the Chinese attack Europe in an Attila-style women-conquer campaign, it is first initiated by cruise missile attacks from apparently civilian or military naval ships against military targets and then follows a landing up through Greece, Bulgaria, Romania and on rails through Greece, Serbia, Hungary into Central Europe. 2. In this option, China still has to secure the Malacca Strait and keep Australia and New Zealand at bay, alternatively invading port cities, 
keeping their shipping roads to the Middle East and Africa open, while keeping the American Third Fleet in California, Washington and Hawaii, and the smaller Seventh Fleet in Opera Harbor, Guam, and in Yokosuka, Japan, away from uploading in the Pacific Sea. China surprise attacks and strikes the U.S. Expeditionary Marine Corps in Australia and the bulk of the U.S. fleet in the Pacific Ocean, the U.S. base in Djibouti at the Horn of Africa, the marine base of the small island of Diego Garcia in the Indian Ocean, and the 5th Fleet in the Persian Gulf, leaving the opportunities open to China to control selected parts of Africa and the Persian Gulf, while giving Europe an opportunity to stay out of the war by delimiting delimiting the Chinese influence plus the assets of the raw material countries in Africa. But above all, leaving the oil countries in North Africa free so that they can sell or exchange oil for weapons with the Europeans. This scenario is less likely due to the US nuclear superpower status. China was demanding a 35-year lease with Greece for the port of Piraeus, Piraeus if they were to help the Greeks by buying government bonds. The port has now been incorporated under Chinese trustee. The port of Piraeus is well protected in the Greek archipelago in very close proximity to the capital Athens. So you know what awaits you, Greece. The Chinese must control the strategically important western gateway to the Mediterranean, Mediterranean and perhaps they make a mark on Italy's foot or at least take Sicily, Malta and knock out the fleet base in the Toronto Gulf in, on Italy's boot hills in a first step and then disembark in the coastal areas of Slovenia or disembark in Slovenia's capital Trieste in the Gulf of Trieste in the northern Adriatic Sea east of Italy. All available ports will be reduced. Then follows a deployment up to Central Europe through Austria. They will certainly try to discourage the United States from intervening, and they may even be able to buy the United States by delimitation of China's own influence in the oil producing countries of Africa. The Chinese must initially strike France's and Britain's strategic submarines already in port if possible. The Chinese also need to bridge the logistically gigantic distances if they want to control the western gateway to the Mediterranean. They are trying to solve this problem through re recent investments in Spain and Portugal in 2017. It is possible to achieve but the Chinese-controlled ports, i.e. the logistics nodes, then become opportune targets. Therefore, the whole scenario is a gamble. Thus, we can expect a Chinese surprise attack and deployment of anti-ship missile systems and air defense systems on the British base in Gibraltar to take control of the Gibraltar Strait. China will not attack Europe by road with green forces on any route in the next de decade. India and Pakistan stand in the way of the Chinese, so they cannot with an army forcefully access Europe on the Southland route. 
But in order to afford to attack Europe by land, China first needs normal trade relations with India and Pakistan. Therefore, the Chinese are planning new routes to link Beijing with Pakistan and India via Kazakhstan to the north. The Kremlin is either trying to counter this or not. The ideal way for the Chinese to deploy directly to Europe is via Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan and then Iran and Turkey. Should they take the possible route north, route north, I'm sorry but I don't know how to pronounce these words, through Kazakhstan and Russia or west of the Caspian Sea via Iran, then Russia must allow the Chinese to pass by either Volgograd or directly through the oil installations in the Caucasus in a situation where the oil in the Caucasus will be cut off by the Chinese. If the Chinese circumvent Russia, then they must finally cross a narrow strait called the Bosporus in Istanbul, Turkey, before reaching Europe, which is far from ideal, whether it is intended to be via the three bridges or via ferries, or both bridges and ferries. The train tunnel requires control of the energy network. It is not that easy as just loading on combat vehicles on a train trailer. But China's ability to invade parts of Europe in an Attila-style women conquer campaign can shift to China's favor if China controls the Malacca Strait and preferably the Balabat Strait, the Makassar Strait, the Mindoro Strait, the Lombok Strait and the Sunda Strait. In particular, China already has access to the port of Hambantuta in Sri Lanka off India's southeast coast and have built military bases in Gwadar in Pakistan and they have a base in Djibouti on the Horn of Africa. They have also built their military runway on a Cambodian island and they have invested in, an, in a Cambodian naval base in the Gulf of Thailand. According to publicly released images from American imaging satellites in 2020, that is not even within the arbitrary Chinese Nine Dash Line. China may be able to project enough military and economic power in the Gulf of Thailand to put pressure on Thailand to let the Chinese dig a canal through the narrow country, which will make sure that Chinese merchant ships in the future can pass between the Gulf of Thailand and the Bengal Bay to reach the Indian Ocean without even having to pass the Malacca Strait. Another known project is that China has built a railway from Djibouti to Addis Ababa in central Ethiopia. The railway line may have or is of logistical advantage. A brand new railway will be built between Budapest in Hungary and Belgrade in Serbia, which connects to an already existing railroad between Belgrade and the port city of Piraeus near Athens in Greece, a port which the Chinese already run under their own control. However, the Chinese must invade Gibraltar in a surprise attack first and deploy air defense systems and anti-ship missiles there before they can attempt an invasion of Europe's inland from the Mediterranean, which would be fairly easy given that the British normally lack qualified and relevant military systems in uh, Gibraltar. An attack in, in advance on Gibraltar becomes the trigger that reveals that a major war has started. 
Therefore, one should be vigilant when Chinese aircraft carriers and other warships visit mainly Spanish and Portuguese ports, especially in combination with supposedly civilian Chinese ships. The train tunnel under the Strait of Bosphorus I do not believe much in initially in an invasion scenario. The Chinese do not know anything about the capacity of bridges of, or ferries yet. The whole, endeavor, the whole endeavor would be a blind operation with a gigantic and long logistics chain that would be very vul vulnerable. But if they succeed in establishing the new Chinese Silk Road project, Silk Road Economic Belt, in the future, then maybe they can succeed with an invasion scenario by land. Homework. How do you figure that the Turks will react when they learn about this coming Chinese venture? Will they go along with it in order to not, not to pay the ultimate price in women losses and losses of Turkish lives? Surely the Iranians would let the Chinese transit through their country. Do the Chinese first have to make the country of Afghanistan their private brothel, as once the Mongols did before them in history, in order for the Chinese to gain possession of a, of a build-up area and a grain storehouse before they embark on the further invasion of Europe? Please motivate your opinion. Thank you, and as usual, you, usually you can read this on my, my, my site, thestrategistcowboy.com. Uh, it's, it's sometimes easier to read a text than to listen to listen to it if you want to learn something, and I hope you will. So long. See you later, alligator.